Welcome to Business Unveiled Podcast. This is the place where we help overwhelmed, time-starved entrepreneurs like you make the profitable shifts to get more done and get more out of life. I'm your host, Angela Prophet, award-winning eight-figure entrepreneur and CEO. And in every episode of Business Unveiled, I'm bringing you conversations that will give you the expertise and strategies that will scale your team and business so you can get shit done. That's GSD in our world. So get your time back and grow a business that helps you be present in your life. Let's do this, y'all. Today's podcast is being brought to you by Todoist, your go-to app to free up your mental space. Put all your to-do items in one list, share list with team members, and remember to tag a deadline. Todoist has helped millions of people complete over 1.5 billion tasks in 150 plus million projects. Companies like Amazon, Facebook, WeWork, Disney, just to name a few, and our company use it every single day to run their company manage projects and tasks for clients, as well as internal business management. Todoist has been around for well over a decade, and it is the task manager that you can trust for life. So put down the pen and paper and the post-it notes in your planner and start using Todoist today so you can outsource and delegate and sleep at night with peace of mind that you know that your to-do list for your business and your clients is getting done and getting done on time, and it's safe in the cloud. Give it a try today. Use my link, angelaprofit.com slash todoist, T-O-D-O-I-S-T. Hi, y'all. It's Angela. I'm back for another episode of Business Unveiled, and today we are going to talk all about business growth strategy. And if you've been listening to my podcast consistently every week, you have been hearing this word strategy a lot lately. And that is not by accident. That is definitely on purpose because over the years I have learned, and it's like every single year I get a little bit smarter and I work a little bit smarter and not so much harder that understanding having a strategy for your business and not only for the business day-to-day processes, but to grow your business to six figures and seven figures and eight figures. And a lot of people, they don't know what that means. They don't know how to get there. And so today I'm going to be speaking with the founder of Incredible One Enterprises, and she is going to unveil a lot of those behind the scenes things about money mindset and how you can really break through business. Now, I know this year has been a complete shit show, okay? Like, we, we, we hear you. We're all there. But there is a huge power shift in how virtual events and connecting virtually is totally acceptable now. And so we're going to talk a little bit about that, too. So, Danielle, Jervy, Harmon, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me, Angela. I'm so excited to be here. Yay! I'm so excited. It, so first, is your favorite color purple? Yes. It is? <laughs> yeah, and I'm, it's so bad that if I find something that is purple, I will almost buy it just because it's purple and then <laughs> see if I can find a practical application for it. Yeah, it's really bad. I need a meeting. Yeah, I love it. I love it. So I was like watching some of your videos and like looking at your website and I'm like, this girl's on fire and she loves, she has to love purple. I'm like, I I mean, but I love it. It is, um, it is an awesome, like not like too overly crazy power color, but it's like, it goes with like your skin and your hair and I don't know, you, you like wear it really well. Not everybody can pull it off at all. I don't feel like I can pull it off very well. <laughs> no, I, I mean, I think you could. I think what I love about the color purple <laughs> is that it is, it's regal, it's wealth. And so it instantly yes. puts people, I work mostly with women, but it instantly puts them in a state of uh, up-leveledness. That's what mm-hmm. I like. And that's why I love purple so much. It gives me energy. It gives me life like immediately 
at the onset of seeing it and being surrounded by it. Because I, as I look around my office right now, yeah, it's it's a little <laughs> excessive in here. <laughs> but it does. It's an energy color that that's a great way to put it. And like, it is a very powerful. Like, it just makes me smile. Like, it makes people happy. Yeah. Um, so before we dive in and start talking about mindset and money and and breakthroughs and all that good stuff, like, share with us. How did you grow up? What's your journey been and how you decided to like start helping other people and especially women? How did you decide to come up with incredible one enterprises? Like, was there a lot of turns to get there or it's, (laughs) we probably need two episodes to talk about all the turns, but I'll give you the quick and dirty version. So, you know, whenever anyone asks me to introduce myself, I say, first and foremost, I am a child of the most high God. I love God. I don't apologize for it. And I believe that my life, every life is on purpose. My parents were drug addicts from the 70s and the 80s. My mom actually didn't know she was carrying me. And so she actually was getting high when she learned that she was pregnant with me. And the doctor said that um, the damage may have already been done and it was likely that I was going to come out with some type of a deficiency, but there's never been anything cognitively wrong with me which again is purpose, right? Really? If, you, if you're if you here with a purpose, nothing can dwarf that purpose. Mm-hmm. I am one of seven. I'm the only one on my mom's, of my mom's children's to, to graduate from high school, go to college. I have an MBA also. And wow. so that means that I'm a belief barrier breaker. My whole life I've been breaking belief barriers. And mm-hmm. so I started you know, my professional career, probably like most people in corporate America, when I graduated from college, I took a job where I worked for about 12 years, three years in, I became a vice president. And one day, December the 17th, 2004, I woke up and I realized that there had to be more to life than sitting behind someone else's desk. And so Mm -hmm. I did the unthinkable without a plan. And I do not advocate for quitting your job without a plan today, but I did, I I quit my job and I said, I'll figure it out. Worst case scenario, you know, I'm educated. I'm, you know, I'm brilliant. I'll find a job, but I'll never know if I have what it takes to be an entrepreneur if I don't just jump in the deep end. And so when I first left corporate, I I I took my Mary Kay cosmetics business full time. And so I was a Mary Kay sales director for two years full time. Awesome. During that time, I did earn two pink Cadillacs and I was top in my national area within my state. And then again, two years later, I had another wake up moment where I was like, yo, all you did was trade one desk (laughs) for another. You're still doing yeah. what someone else create, you know, someone else design. You're not doing what you are here to do. And so I decided to start my own company. I literally had a dream, Angela. I went to bed on September the 30th, 2007. And um, I asked God, I said, God, what is it that you have next for me? I did not expect him to speak as fast as he did. In my dream, I saw myself walking into a building that had a marquee that read Incredible One Enterprises. And so the next morning I woke up, I was looking good and I probably had on purple. I don't remember what I was wearing, but I'm sure you did. (laughs) And so (laughs) the next morning I grabbed my journal and I said, okay, what in the devil is an incredible one enterprise? And so I started (laughs) planning what today has become a business growth strategy firm. We work with six figure service-based entrepreneurs and we take them on a journey to become seven figure CEOs, helping them to connect mindset, messaging and marketing to sales systems support and scale so that they build a business that serves them financially and spiritually and before we got to where we are today we uh we filed bankruptcy (laughs) we probably had we were talking a little bit about rebranding before we got started we probably rebrand or refreshed our brand three or four times and you know i spent a lot of time in the early years angela in the but i can help everybody pool (laughs) and when you think you can help everybody you don't help anybody yeah so that's what happened to us in the early years but I started to really hunker down circa 2013 um, and get clear about what I wanted to do and then the rest is kind of history I you know 
really started to be clear about who I wanted to work with. And, and we went to work, we started doing what I knew to do, but wasn't actively doing. And um, the results kind of caught up with us. And today I'm really on a mission to shake the planet. I wanna help as many entrepreneurs as I possibly can get to abundance financially and spiritually through understanding the role that mindset and alignment plays. I said a few weeks ago, it just kind of popped out of my mouth, but now it's like my new catchphrase. Mm -hmm. If you're not in alignment, you're leaving abundance on the table. And I want to help mm -hmm. people to pick up the abundance that's on the table. So that's me. I love that. I was listening to some of your videos and I'm like, you know, people, some, you know, there's trolls out there and like, they'll, I'll say, you know, everything happens for a reason. Like, I, I don't know where I'm going to end up sometimes. It's wherever God wants me to end up. Like, you're not in control, people. Like, you right. need to realize that. that. Like, you can make good decisions. You can make better decisions. Um, and you can have focus. And But you're not always in control, people. Right. And so do you help people? Like, I've, I've I had a coach, like, help me overcome the mindset of like, quit trying to be perfect. I mean, I do like to plan and I do like to have goals, but even like we set our goals every December at the end of the year. Mm -hmm. But if I did not have the mindset of understanding like how to be flexible this year in March, like everything that's been going on, like I would be a dead business. So right. like, how do you help women? Cause I know you said you, you work with mostly women. Like how do you help them overcome that mindset of like, let, let God be in control. Like that's yeah. my first question for you. <laughs> Absolutely. And yes, we, I mean, we spend probably if I'm being honest, more time than I wanted to spend on mindset. When I first started my business, I was so excited about strategy. I love strategy. You can tell me what number you want to hit and I can create the plan. I love it, love, love it. And what I was starting to find as I was giving people all of these amazing plans and they weren't ending up at the result because of the mindset, because they didn't believe that they deserved it or they right. were questioning whether or not people were gonna think that they were being salesy or whatever the thing was. And I'm being flippant kind of on purpose. And so I just really started to realize that there was a connection and correlation into how people saw themselves and their connection to God and how they showed up in the world. And that mm -hmm. would flower or deflower their ability to position themselves to experience profit. And so once I realized that, I started spending more time in unpacking it. I used to do a three-day live event that was marketing and sales that we killed after doing it successfully for about five years. We were generating millions of dollars every year from that live event. And I wow. killed it because I realized that it's not more strategy that people need. It's a reckoning with themselves. They need someone who's willing to hold up a mirror and be a safe space for them to experience the shift that they most need in order to step into the life that they secretly want and are afraid to tell people because they're afraid of what people will think of them if they say that they want to be wealthy. And so I just kind of put my turn my whole business upside down to really start spending time focused on getting people the right mindset and in spiritual alignment. We still spend time on the strategy stuff, but that has become secondary to doing all of the mindset work. Why do you think, because I've never met a man, like a business owner, a gentleman who like has this mindset. Like, why do you think, do you think it's because women, you know, for so many years, it's like, oh, stay at home, have kids, cook dinner. Like, is it just like a generational thing or why do you think women's mindset is so far behind like what what it was for a man to provide? Yeah, I, I think that some of it is definitely gender based, but I do I do have male clients who come to me with mindset issues, too. Um, and these are white men as well as black men. And so, but I, but I do think it is primarily a woman thing. And the reason why I'm going to make this statement and people are either going to like it or, or, or lump it. But the reason why I say that is because as women, we, from the day that we're born, we have been taught to, to be subservient to a man. We have been taught to submit yeah. to a man. We have been taught that we are less than, and there are roles that are just for us and that we can't go out and do it. And it doesn't matter what we see out in the world. I mean, you know, there are a lot of people who are very excited about 
um, the current candidate for vice president on the Democratic ticket. And I'm so not trying to take this into a political thing, but there are a lot of people that are excited about it. But there's also a lot of people who are like, why is that woman there? She can't do that because that is what's been ingrained in them from yay high to a grasshopper for as long as they've been around. That's what they've been taught. I mean, and, and it's subliminal. It's not it's not often. I mean, now if your if your father or the male um, figures in your in your upbringing happen to be boisterous and out there with their chauvinism, then yeah, maybe it is a little bit more prevalent. But it can also be subtle that that's not what women do, and so we're carrying around that baggage, and the tape is playing incessantly. Like that's just one again, gender-based distinction that I think most women deal with. And then add on top of that, whatever the individual circumstances are in your upbringing. So whether it was drugs like it was in mine or alcohol or mental and emotional abuse or whatever the things were that you observed as a child, they become who you are as an adult unless you do the work to unravel all of the stories that are being told in your mind that are governing how you show up. And so they come to you, they come to me as adults, ready to grow a business, and no one has dealt with their inner seven-year-old. No one has dealt with who they were Mm -hmm. when they first learned that there was a thing called fear and lack. No one has dealt with the fact that money didn't grow on a tree out back and you had to work hard for money and whatever other um, stories and anecdotes they heard over and over and over and now as this woman who wants to start her own business and change the world she can't possibly charge what she knows she should be charging what her male counterparts charge because of all of these underlying innuendos that she's been living breathing thinking for her whole life and so Mm -hmm. as you know a, a business strategist I have to unpack all of that work if I want her to be able to build a seven-figure business because nine times out of 10, I'm bucking up a gift against her deserve level. Someone at some point in time told her that she didn't deserve it, she wasn't worth it, that she should be heard or she should be seen and not heard or whatever the story was. And that is intensified as she's grown. And that is the reason that she's been in the shadows instead of shining in the light, like she was created to shine. And so Mm -hmm. she has an encounter with a a me or a you and everything in her is rocked because she's feeling this sense of empowerment, but she doesn't know what to do with her sense of empowerment because everything she's ever been told is bucking up against everything she's feeling right now. And she doesn't have anywhere to go with it unless somebody helps her to unpack it. And so uh, it wasn't what I I thought I would be doing (laughs) when I said I was going to be a business growth strategist, but it's what I absolutely have to do to help people to get to the mark. Well, yeah, because you don't know what you don't know. If you didn't grow up around women like, like I didn't grow up around women like that. I mean, my mom stayed at home and cooked dinner every night and like raised three kids. And all I knew growing up is I don't effing want that. (laughs) Like (laughs) hell to the no, like more, I mean, wonderful. I had a wonderful like upbringing, like as a child. And I'm very lucky that my mom was able to do that. But like, I would like pull my hair out and like, that's just, it's not for everybody to like stay at home. And so like by now my mom, like she's totally okay with it. She's like, you're just the career woman and your sister makes a lot of children. My sister's four kids. And then my brother, like they have one, which my brother's an entrepreneur too. But it's like, I never had this mindset as a woman of like, let's just get married and make babies. Like there's more to life people. (laughs) Like, and I'm not knocking that like mom being a mom is hard. Um, like so many, I watched so many of my friends who own businesses and like, I sometimes I'm like, how do you do all of this? Like, Oh my God. Um, but it was just never in me for that. Like I wanted more like out of a career to make a difference for a lot of people. And so it, so do you feel as though you've kind of like turned into this, you got to be this therapist before you can even start to talk about making money? Um, no, because I have people on my team who do that work. Like, it's not the part that I love. Like, I can talk about the mindset issues and things from a high level, but helping them to unpack and, and figure out what's in the way. I've got 
life coaches on my team, mindset coaches on my team for that. So I can stay in my zone of genius, right? And I think everyone should be in their zone of genius. And it wasn't a place of comfortability for me. And so rather than try to do all the things myself, I decided to go out and find the people who were the best at doing it and bring them in-house so that my clients would get the benefit of working with the best while they were working with me. Okay, so let's even talk about that. So when women come to you and they're like, help me get to so many figures and help me do this, do they already have a team or do you teach them to put a team in place to free up their time to do other things? Yeah, it, it depends. Sometimes they do. Usually they though, if I'm just giving you a blanket across the board, they have themselves and maybe one assistant. And that assistant could be, you know, full-time in-house or full-time virtual or, you know, part-time or prime-time virtual. Usually that's the way that it shows up. And, you know, can you build a seven-figure business in a very lean way without a big team? Absolutely. Um, but if you build a business that way, you are, everybody on your team is a generalist and not a specialist, and you don't get to only work in your zone of genius. So often it's about me helping them to see how to build out their team. And it's incremental growth. It's not like, okay, yeah, we need to bring all of these people in tomorrow. It's as they hit a milestone, we hire someone else on their team. And, and then also being able to determine whether or not they should be employees or contractors, because that's a whole nother debate. Um, but often they come to me with, like I said, about one. And when they leave, they do have a full-blown team. And what, what they realize is, A, you know, they're so much more productive in the thing that they really love to do. Because what happens when you don't have a team is you don't get to do the part you love. You're stuck doing all the stuff that has to get done. And you're burnt out when it's time to do the part you love. And so you can't give your all to it. And so they realize that life gets better when they have other people in place to take things off their plate. And I learned that lesson not so early, <laughs> but I, I mean, I got tired of working really, really hard to make good money. I knew that it, there had to be a better way. And so I had to unpack my own limiting belief that if I wanted something done right, I needed to do it myself in order to be able to scale my own business. And so once I was able to do it, cause I don't believe in consulting in theory, once I was able to successfully do it, then I could start teaching other people what route to take if they wanted to do it for themselves. I love that you said that because <laughs> there's some people that like I'll be speaking somewhere and someone will be standing up on stage talking about how they're a consultant and they've done this and this. And I'm like, you're 21 years old. Like not that age has anything to do with it. Okay. But there is a point where you need to experience life experience before you help other people do something that you've never done. Yeah. I'm like, what? <laughs> well, I do think Seriously? that the age has something to do with it because you aren't it. I don't think theory is going to lead to transformation. And so if you haven't done it, then it is in fact theory. And if it is theory, you can't even help me course correct what I might be doing wrong to validate that I should or shouldn't be taking a step. And so I do think that there's something to be said that's for true. a 21-year-old <laughs> consultant. Now, I mean, it depends on what they're consulting on. If that 21-year-old is consulting on Instagram, okay, she might be onto something because <laughs> Instagram <laughs> is the, the jam for people her age. But if she's trying to right. teach the person how to generate, you know, 12 figures in their business, then we might have a whole other problem. You know? Seriously. Yeah. Seriously. <laughs> so after you help people with, the mindset and then because I'm a, I'm assuming like people come to you like they'll come to us and be like can you just throw up an ad can you just, and it's like can you just show me how to make seven or eight figures and it's like well if it were that easy like everybody would do it like it's a process right, right? like how do you prepare their mindset so once you get over the unpacking of like the past and then you have them in the right frame of mind now, how do you prepare them for the process of how to get there? Yeah, I mean, and it's it's daily, you know, like we got to do the work, the mindset work, uh, whatever work every single day. So it's a consistent process. But once they once they realize that the lies and stories that they've been telling themselves are in fact not true, 
it becomes easier to introduce what they need to do, but it's still one step at a time. It's not, you know, it, it's not just the end result. It's like, okay, where do you want to be? And then let's back into how we get there. And what are the things that you can commit to doing? And what are the things need, that need to be done by somebody else? And so uh, oftentimes based on whatever the project or the launch or whatever they're working on is, we're looking at it at that project level, right? Okay, so here are all the things that have to be done, but all of these things don't have to be done by you. Who's already on the team that can begin to do these things? And if they don't have the team in place, we might have to ho hold the launch back by 30, 60, or 90 days to get the people in place so that once we go, it doesn't require them to step out of where it is that they want to be. And so at that point, it's really just individualized to see what it is that they are most needing. And one of the things that you know we have here on our team is we have coaches and consultants for every piece of the puzzle. So if you, know, if you need help with social media, then we've got a consultant for that. If you need help with the technology and that piece, and we got that, and, and that's whether it's you individually talking to the coach or consultant or someone on your team talking to them so that we can make sure that you have everything that you need to be able to do it but not one person is trying to do all of the things. And so we don't teach that to our clients either. So you hit on it a little bit. Like I was looking at your website and the pillars of business optimization. Mm -hmm. Talk to us a little bit about like, what are those pillars mm -hmm. and how do you um, prepare the mindset for like each of those pillars? Yeah, certainly. So the seven pillars are mindset, which is in winning the inner game of abundance. Because if you don't believe you deserve to be abundant, we can't leverage and scale your business. Messaging, which is how you get known. We got to get you known before you can get found. And the way we get you known is with the right message. Marketing is getting you found. So allowing your most ideal clients to self-select and, and come into your sphere so that it makes it easier for you to convert them and all of the things that go along with marketing. Sales, which is how you get paid. So everything that goes along with the, the sales and the financial management processes inside of a business. From there, we move into general operations and making sure that we've got systems and infrastructure in place so that whatever they're creating, it's not, they have to start from scratch every single time they do it, that we can put some automation, we can put some standard operating procedures in place, we can um, create um, job descriptions and what other people are going to be doing on the team. From there, we move into talent, which is who are the people that are designed to help you to get the competitive edge. The only difference I have from every other technical business consultant or business growth strategist are the people that are on my team. That's the only thing that gives me a competitive advantage and the process that I utilize to take my clients to results, right? So making sure that I am developing my people so that they continue to be on the cutting edge and serve our clients in a way that their results are unparalleled. And then last but not least is um, leadership and legacy, which leads to their lifestyle. So mindset is everything. I say all the time, yes. Angela, that until you work on the six inches in between your ears, you will not feel six figures in between your fingers. <laughs> And I'm not talking about I a six-figure business. I'm talking about six figures in your fingers. Six-figure cash flow comes with a seven-figure business. And so yeah. my mindset overshadows everything, right? So if your mind isn't right, your messaging isn't going to be tight. If your mind isn't right, you're not going to be marketing to the right people at the right place at the right time, right? You're going to be thinking that the best way to, to get new leads is through posting 24 by 7 or going live constantly on Facebook. Whereas if your mind is right, then you'll know that it's actually in your best interest to get some Facebook ads together or another advertorial platform that allows you to allow an algorithm to do the work to bring your idle clients to you and um, to, late, to save you the time necessary to find those people. Um, if your mind isn't right, then you're not going to be able to close the sale and especially not at the investment level that is required for you to build the lifestyle that you want for you your family and for generations to come, right? I believe that your business should fund the lives of your children's children. And so in order for that wow. to happen, we've got to put some specific things in place and unpack anything that threatens to derail that from your business. Um, your ability to set up systems is going to be limited by your mindset, right? If you think that you can't afford to hire anyone or 
if it has to be done right, it has to be done by you, guess what? Then that means it's probably not going to get done because you're going to burn out way before you could ever cash out. And, um, and then when it comes to building out a team, if you don't have a good mindset, then you're going to bring other people on your team who also don't have a good mindset. And then you're going to have a whole bunch of bad mindset people <laughs> trying to grow your right? business. It's not going to be a good scene. And if you don't have the right mindset, then you're not going to be able to build a legacy. So when I was looking at your website, you have incredible, incredible, mainly women, a few men on here (laughs) that you have taught and they have seen your system and your processes work for them. And the thing that I love about this and the theme is it's all driven by data and numbers. And so like consistently, like every single person. And so is that one of the first things that you feel like women really need to understand, like understand the data, understand the numbers? Like what's the first few things to even start to help them understand? Because I know myself years ago, like I didn't understand what the hell I was doing. I didn't know how powerful data and numbers were. So where would someone, where would one start with that? Yeah, I think that the numbers can be intimidating, um, but business is a numbers game, right? I remember when I was in Mary Kay Angela, there was a national sales director. Her name was Cindy Williams. And she said, we were all at one of the um, workshops at seminar. That's their big conference. And we were all in the room and she said, how many of you want to be national sales directors? And of course, everyone's hands goes up, right? Because they're the women Mm -hmm. who were in the St. John suits and they were just running the show and everybody wanted to be one. And she said, how many of you think the national sales directors know something that you don't know? And a lot of the hands stayed up. And she's like, well, they don't. It's, they wow. have more people. It's just a numbers game. Business is a numbers game. And that was probably the second time because when I was in my corporate career, of course, I heard that business was a numbers game. But corporate business is way different than entrepreneurial business, right? Mm-hmm. The, the numbers are way bigger. The percentages mean... Um, they, they have a greater impact than they do inside of a, a, a small and sometimes micro business. And so ever since I heard Cindy Williams say that back in 2006, I was like, man, I've got to pay attention to the numbers. And so not just for my, myself to be able to validate that I'm good at what I do, which is the testimonials and the success stories that you're referring to, but for my clients yeah. to understand how to get to where it is that they want to be. What I love about business is that no matter what your problem is, I can look at the numbers and tell how we change it. That's what I love about business. Business is black and white. It's, it's numbers. Mindset is, is convoluted and messy sometimes, but business, business is easy when you understand the numbers and you know how to back into the numbers. So if you want to be at seven figures, that's just $83,333 and 33 cents a month, a month or yeah, a month. And if you, let's say you have a program that is $8,500 a month, you only need to have 10 people enroll in that program to generate a million dollars. It's easy. Mm-hmm. Okay. So then what do we need to do to get 10 people to sign up? So we need to understand how many people you need to talk to before you get a yes. And let's say the average person has to talk to four people before they get a yes. So that means you need to have 40 conversations a month with people that are in the right classification, the right profile, so that an $8,500 a month commitment to them is feasible to get to a million dollars. Like it's not hard. But you know what stops people from getting there, Angela, is all the mindset stuff. (laughs) Yeah. That's what stops them. They're like, what? I could charge somebody $8,500 a month? Like, that doesn't doesn't feel good to me or whatever the story is that they're telling themselves. But the numbers don't lie, and it makes it very easy to understand how business works. And so I do get to spend a lot of time teaching my clients about the number side because most of the clients that we work with, and I'm I'm sure you get this too because you work with creatives, is they Mm -hmm. love what they do. They're not checking for the numbers. They know they want a business. They know they need their business to generate at a certain level so that they can, you know, pay their bills and live really nice. But they, what they really want is to show up every single day and do that part that they love. Mm -hmm. And so helping them to understand how they get to do the part that they love is the part that I love. 
And that's the biggest problem though, like the biggest challenge to get people to see that talking to the right 40 people and I mean, in, in some coaching and mastermind groups, it's like, you know, we all hold each other accountable and it's like, well, I talked to 40 people. Well, were were they the right people? Are you surrounding yourself with the right people? Are you just talking to people who are just going to listen and then they're going to go back and tell their friends, but none of them are in the right demographics. So then that's not really a productive way to use your time. So how do you get people to understand like, how to, how did, if, okay, so if you didn't grow up in your demographic that you're serving, I did not, I didn't grow up in that demographic. So, right. So like, how do you teach people how to go after their demographic, even though you didn't grow up in it? Because I get that excuse all the time. Well, I didn't, and I'm like, nope, can't, can't use that with me because I didn't either. Right. So is there like some magical potion or something that they can drink? There, I wish there like, was. How do you Man, see that? I wish there was. I mean, it's it's simply this. It's not where it's not about where you're from. It's about where you're going and how you can help people. Yep. And people don't even care about where you're from. They care about the problem you solve and can you get them the results that they are craving. Period. And so, if you solve their problem, then you let them know that you can solve their problem. And if we stop looking at people from a a space of comparison and start looking at people from a space of service, then a lot Mm -hmm. of that dissipates. Mm -hmm. But again, it goes back to mindset, Angela, because if I believe that I don't deserve to talk to someone who's in a different demographic than I grew up in, then that's a bigger problem. Like there's only so much you or I or anybody can say that's going to get that person to move into um, marketing to that demographic, right? There has to be some serious mindset shifts that have to occur in order for that to happen. And it's mainly going to have to start with them realizing that they are worthy, they do deserve it, and they do get results for people. That's another reason why I love business and the numbers. Because if you had five clients that you work with, and each of those five clients grew, like this use growing business, each of those five clients grew their business by even 3%. 3% growth could be incremental. It could be huge, right? But if all five of those clients grew their business, then you have something, you know something. You know something about growing a business. If you start pulling on what you've uncovered as you work with each of those five clients, nine times out of 10, you're going to create a, an approach, a framework that you utilize that begins to make success predictable for your most ideal clients, right? I call this your signature business move. Once you identify your signature business move, then that means anybody anywhere who has the problem that you solve can get to the same result that you've gotten for other people if they allow you to help them to solve that problem. That then makes you universal because I promise you don't nobody care Yep, I said, don't nobody mm-hmm. care <laughs> where you're from if you can solve their problem. Right. Right. Exactly. You say it so well. I love it. <laughs> I love it. D- tell us, like, what is the, um, the breakthrough in business that's coming up in October? What is that about? I want to know. Yeah, tell everybody. The so breakthrough in business is my three-day mindset shift and spiritual alignment incubator. So the whole point of breakthrough is to do all of this work that needs to be done to allow you to get out of the way. Like you said earlier, like we are not in control. And until we learn Mm -hmm. how to ebb and flow with God in this abundant universe that we live in, we are going to continue to miss the mark. And so breakthrough is really doing all of that mindset work, that fear work, that limiting belief work, that self-sabotage work, that out of alignment and need to surrender work over three days so that you come out like completely invincible. Like you could lift a treadmill over your head when you're finished with breakthrough. And more importantly, it sets you up to get that financial breakthrough inside of your business because you no longer have those limiting belief barriers in the way. That's, that's amazing. So is it going to be in person or virtual? It's virtual for the first time yeah. ever as a result of COVID-19. You guys can thank COVID-19. You can break through from your most comfortable chair at home. You do not have to get on a plane. You don't have to book a hotel. You don't have to stand in line to check in. Any of that, you'll be able to do it. My team and I have been working really, really hard to uh, modify the experience to make it 
easily replicable and duplicatable from your home so that we can keep everybody safe but we can still allow people to set themselves up to make 2021 their best year yet because like you said when we first got started i mean 20 2020 is not the year that any of us thought it was going to be when we say yeah. happy new year right but i still think that there was a purpose for all of this and mm -hmm. as you said earlier, we're learning how to pivot. We're learning how to think more creatively. We're learning how to deepen connections in a, in a way that serves and supports who we are without um, continuing to expose us to this disease, which is for real. Like, I think there's, mm -hmm. there are people who were still questioning whether or not this was a real thing. I'm like, yeah, no, it's real. <laughs> so um, <laughs> you're like, I, but we're, I we're learning something that we were never forced to learn before. And we're creating a new way to deliver transformation, which I'm really excited about. And I'm, I can't wait to do it because I used to not think it was possible to do it in a virtual environment, but now I know that it is. And so I can't wait for people to be able to experience it. That's awesome. So do you have, do you speak and teach like all three days or are there other people that come up and teach other things? Yeah. So it's primarily me teaching okay. what I call the breakthrough blueprint, but I do have about seven or eight other speakers. So we do the um, breakthrough talks, which are seven, mm -hmm. uh, seven minute talks where they get to share their big breakthrough. And then I have a few other guests uh, speakers that are going to complement what I'm teaching in order to help the participants round out the experience. That's awesome. That's so awesome. Yeah, oh, it's, my gosh. it's really, really powerful. I'm, I'm really looking forward to it. It's going to be a good time. That's awesome. So when we talk about, I have one more like big question. Mm -hmm. um, there's leveraging your business and then scaling your business. Mm -hmm. um, you know, you've got the financial piece and you, you, and I love that you lead with God and you lead with spirituality because not a lot of people talk about that. Yeah. And it's like, you know, I, I, um, it's funny cause when I did weddings for a long time, people would ask me, what religion are you? And I'm like, well, whatever my client is that weekend. <laughs> cause like, I mean, I was raised Catholic, but like some people don't like, they judge you, you know, like yeah. based mm -hmm. on your, your religion or, or whatnot. And it, and I really did have to learn every type of religion and learn to respect their beliefs and their ways. Yeah. Like, you know, so it, it really opened my eyes to some different things, but you know, not a lot of people talk about that. And I think that it's really important. And so how can women listening understand leverage and scaling business financially and spiritually and not feel like ashamed about it? Right. Absolutely. That's a great question. So first, let me just say that we're all spiritual beings having a human experience. And spiritual principles are universal. They're not specific to any one religion. Um, I always explain and describe myself as a person who subscribes to the doctrines of Christianity. And so what that means is I do believe in Jesus and I love Jesus. However, I don't believe in organized religion that puts God in a box and limits his ability to allow me to experience abundance. And so I'm more of a follower of Christ than I am a Christian, if that makes sense. Okay. Yeah. And so, um, but the principles of the, 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 every universal law that governs our universe is based on a biblical principle, right? And so, and the cool thing about that is that, and the Bible says it many times, if, if we have any Bible scholars listening or anybody wants to go and check it out, the Bible says many times in the New Testament, any man who, or it talks about the difference between the Jews and the Gentiles. First John talks about um, followers of Christ and, and non-followers of Christ, and that they're all entitled to experience what God sent Jesus for. And so what's really cool about that is that if you understand that, you don't have to be lumped into any one religion to experience the benefits of living the principles. That's why the people who are um, followers of the secret, they're leveraging the principles. The law of attraction is one of the mm -hmm. universal laws that is referenced in the Bible. They're following up 
spiritual principle and leveraging that principle in order to get the results thereof. And for me personally, you know, people ask me this all the time. I wasn't called to Christians. I'm called to teach people the fullness of God and how trying to do life without understanding God. And if you want to say universe or spirit or source, all of that is cool too. God isn't offended by that because he is the creator of the of the universe. He is the source of all things that are good. And it is through his spirit that we have everything that we have. So have at it. Whatever works for you works for him. Um, and so it, for me, it's just about helping people to understand the principles so that they can connect to the power that is greater than us all and leverage these principles so that they can experience the abundance that they should have, right? The Bible talks about we were given the power to create wealth or the ability to create wealth. And what that means is that no one should be broke because we've been given the ability to have wealth. We don't have wealth because we're not unlocking the principles, right? So that's the spirituality piece. Now, leveraging and scaling, leverage is about working smarter, not harder. So it's working one to many instead of working one to one. And scaling mm -hmm. is about growing the numbers massively. And so in my opinion, um, businesses need both. You need to leverage and you need to scale. You need to leverage the way that you work and you need to scale your team, your revenue so that you can experience the abundance that you should, you are entitled to that came with your birth. And so, um, we unpack all of that inside of our work that we do with our clients. We, you know, we talk about it at breakthrough in business, the live event, and it is, for many people, it is the most powerful transformation they've ever experienced in their life. And it unlocks a door that kept them from being able to move in power and in confidence through life. And especially as women, you know, I think that's probably the biggest thing that I see. You probably see the same thing is just that lack of confidence mm -hmm. and, and helping women to be able to tap into that is truly planet shaking. Yeah. It really is. It really is. But also too, like I helped open up a co-working space for women mm -hmm. and you know, you don't, until you like get around your friends and you talk to your girlfriends, like you don't really know how other people were brought up yeah. and there's so many livid, limited beliefs out there. And then it's just a self-esteem um, crusher, like to listen to some of these women and like, how they were treated or how they were talked to, like in corporate America. I'm like, oh my gosh, why would you stand for that? But right. no one's ever given them the tools or taught them how to confront these things. So I can see where that is an emotional roller coaster. But it's like, if you don't do it now, what, what are you waiting for? Like, right. when are you going to get over it? Like, you got to start somewhere, right? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And why would you not start? Um, start with the shit show year, you guys. <laughs> right. Start, start where you are right now and begin uh -huh. to realize the, the blessing that COVID-19 has been on your life and on your business. Because if you only worked previously by getting on airplanes to deliver your content, speaking on stages, now from the comfort on your own, of your own home with your pajamas on the bottom, you can still make amazing money and transform lives. Like, let's be grateful. There's so many more yeah. things to be grateful for than there are things to complain about. Um, we're spending more time with our families. Like, I don't, I don't know how we even got by on the limited amount of FaceTime and family time that we had based on what we have today. Right? I it's don't know how we thing. did it. And so I just think God put us on this universal timeout and to give us an opportunity to recenter, recalibrate, reload, and realign so that we wouldn't keep missing out on the best things in life because we were hustling and bustling and worried and more focused on making the dollar instead of on making a difference in our own households. And that's mm -hmm. a problem. Like it's hard to establish a legacy when you're always on the road. Yeah, it's so true. But again, it all goes back to the mindset. It does. <laughs> it definitely does. Because somebody right now is like, you're crazy. This has been terrible. Uh -huh. And that's, if you think it's been terrible, then you're right. It's been terrible. Whatever you think, <laughs> you are correct. <laughs> 
because that's your limited belief. But yeah. like it, it all, everything, again, I go back to everything happens for a reason. It Absolutely. really does. And just embrace it. And it, those of us who learn to pivot, like you come out a lot stronger than yeah, before. And a lot of us were like way too comfortable before. So it's, yeah, it's not the worst thing in the world. Well, this has been awesome. We are yeah, unfortunately out of time. How can people reach out to you if they want to connect, A, and then B, if they want to um, sign up for the virtual conference? How do they do that? Yeah, so you can find me everywhere as Darnielle Jervy Harmon on all social media. Um, and our website for the event is breakthroughinbusinessevent.com. Love it. Awesome. Do you have a favorite platform that you like give more love to than any other platform on social you know, media? I probably spend the most time on Facebook because that's where we okay. have our groups. Uh-huh. Um, but we, you know, but we are present on every platform. We're, you know, gotcha. constantly upping our ante on LinkedIn and learning Instagram and how to, you know, to be able to do more there. But I think because Facebook was first, that was probably mm-hmm. where I kind of hunkered down. And that's where I, like, I have a group and inside of that group, I do a lot of extra trainings and offer insight and laser coachings just because they're members of my community. So we do a lot of that there. I love it. I love it. Well, thank you so, so much for your insight today. And everyone that's listening, thank you so much for your time and be sure to tune in next week to another episode of Business Unveiled. Everybody have a great day. Bye. That's it for this week's episode of Business Unveiled. Now that you have all the tools that you need to conquer the world and GSD, get shit done, would you share this with your friends and fellow business leaders? One thing that would really, really help us and help new listeners is for you to rate the show and leave a comment in Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you tune in and listen to Business Unveiled. You can check out the show notes at angelaprofit.com slash podcast and link up with us on social media so you can share your biggest insights and I want to know your aha moments. Until next week, remember the profitable shifts and structures you're creating in your business help you be more present in your life. So get out there and GSD.